Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa bihi nasta'in wa salatu wa salamu ala Muhammadin wa alihi al-tahirin. As the sun sets on the night of the 23rd of the holy month of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala transforms this earth into an abode for the angels. Tonight is the night of Laylat al-Qadr, the night of Qadr. What exactly does that mean? Firstly, the word Qadr is often translated as power. So many individuals jump to translating this night as the night of power in order to speak to its unique merit and magnanimity in the eyes of God. Again, as we said in a previous night, a night that has the ability to be so transformative and its merit is unmatched Laylatul Qadri khayrum min alfi shahr that the night of Qadr is greater than a thousand months again symbolically or metaphorically speaking to the incredible nature and potential for us to receive blessing and reap reward during the course of this journey from the time of sunset until the time of Fajr prayers Salamun hiya hatta matla al-fajr Again, because it's a night where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives permission for all of His angels to descend onto the earth. And we have that opportunity, again, to be in the midst of these angels in obedience and in worship and in servitude to the Lord of the worlds. A second definition that is often employed to the word Qadr in the Arabic language is decree. We often throw around a phrase known as Qadha and Qadr, the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which comes from the heavens. Thus we jump toward this notion that tonight is the night of divine decree as well, whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees for us, you and I, every individual in the face of the earth, what is going to happen to them for the remainder of the year. Of course, that's not to say that we don't have free will and that we don't have the ability and capacity to choose and make our own decisions. But there are some things that are solely within the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our lifespans are in the control of God. Whether or not, for instance, we perform the Hajj pilgrimage is up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For instance, our sustenance, our rizq, is determined and decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and tonight all of that gets sorted out and though we have reports and traditions that speak to the uniqueness and the significance of the nights of the 19th and the 21st of the month of Ramadan as being the nights of Layal al-Qadr there is extra stress and additional emphasis placed on the night of the 23rd of the holy month of Ramadan in the ahadith of the Prophet and his family alayhim as-salam in which companions have gone to the Imams of Ahlul Bayt and told them that I have worshipped on the nights of the 19th and the 21st, but, you know, I was ill or I was busy or I was sleeping or I was resting, I was tired. To which the Imams of Ahlul Bayt responded to them on the night of the 23rd of the month of Ramadan, push yourself, 
push yourself in dua, push yourself in supplication, push yourself in communicating with the Lord of the worlds. We all have sins, we all have transgressions, we all have faults. We all had goals that we set out to make during the course of the month of Ramadan from its very first night. And we may or may not necessarily be on the path toward attaining those goals, and that's okay. Tonight, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we turn to Him, we plead to Him to allow for our hearts to be transformed and reach those spiritual goals that we set out for ourselves and more. Don't limit your dua and supplication on this night. Utlub dunya wal akhirah. Seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anything and everything that you want from Him in this world and in the next. And remember that when we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the state of sincerity and in that state of humility, again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can seemingly make the impossible possible. And so when we supplicate and when we make dua and when we worship during the course of this night, let's think about it on various different phases. Firstly, let us ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the most important things first. Let us ask God that He transforms our heart such that we reach our potential of human perfection. That God removes all of those negative characteristics and qualities, empties these hearts of ours, and then fills them with the qualities of beauty, the qualities of virtue like that of patience and generosity and compassion and love. And allows for us to truly walk in the footsteps of our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam and his family. We should ask God during the course of this night of Laylat al-Qadr to grant us paradise, but not any level of paradise, but paradise in the company of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa and the world beyond this one. Allahumma inni amantu bi Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa walam arah fa'arifni fil jinani wajha. As the hadith of Imam al-Sadiq states, O oh Allah, I believed in your messenger Muhammad in this life, though I never saw him. I never saw his face, I never smelt his fragrance. But allow for me to be in his company in the world beyond this one. Similarly, let us ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of the tangible benefits and pleasures of this dunya as well. There's nothing wrong with asking for things that you want be it wealth, be it a home, be it a car, be it a family, be it a spouse, be it children, whatever. To ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for things within this dunya also demonstrates our utter and absolute need and servitude in front of Him. So ask and think about what those things are before you ask. But at the same time, ask that God allows for that which you are seeking from Him to be a source of benefit for you not only in this world, but also in the next world. Sometimes we don't have our supplications responded to with regards to what it is that we ask for, and we wonder why. Oftentimes negligent of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cares about us, and He wants what's best for us. So we shouldn't get angry and upset, but rather ask God to place us and grant us all of the gifts and the pleasures of this dunya as long as as they are means that channel us to get closer to Him as the Wajal. Pray 
as well for all of those who are close to you and those who are distant from you. Make dua for your family, for your friends, for your community, for those who you are sitting next to at the time of performing these acts of worship. Pray for your community, those who ask you for dua and supplication. Make dua for me, and I'll make dua for you, inshallah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He won't limit His grace. He won't limit His mercy and compassion on this night. Tonight's not the night to be stingy with our asks. Again, when we ask more, we're demonstrating our need to God more. And that is exactly what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to cultivate within us during the course of this night of Laylat al-Qadr. In addition to that, we reflect upon all of those who are going through difficulty and hardship all across the world. Be it economics, be it finances, be it health-related issues, be it all of the other trials and tribulations like that of war or genocide that people experience, unfortunately, on a day-to-day -day basis. We many a times feel very distant from the tribulations of other people. But we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this night of Qadr to grant us the return of our Savior, Al-Mahdi, Ajarallahu ta'ala Faraja, such that he will be the means to transform this world from the inequity and injustice into a world and a life of peace and of love and of equity. And at the same time, we ask God to give us the ability to put forth our best effort towards serving the most vulnerable within our communities, be it far abroad in war-torn and poverty-stricken nations or individuals who deal with domestic and sexual abuse right in our own communities. Let us think about all of those who go through hardship and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala via means of our dua to transform the obstacles and challenges of people. Another important component of this night is to make sure that we're striving toward returning, out, returning rights back to others. Meaning that we have relationships that we have broken, family members that we haven't spoken to in a long time. By the sake of this night, let us be those who extend our hand even though people might reject it. Let us be those who turn to people in a humble manner and ask them for forgiveness if we have wronged them. This night of Laylat al-Qadr is too great. And if we've learned anything over the last several years, it's that life is really transient and we have absolutely no idea if we are going to have this opportunity again next year. Tonight, on the night of the 23rd of the holy month of Ramadan, we dedicate ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We open our hearts with full sincerity, with full conviction in Him, and at the same time humility, understanding that we are the servants and He is the Master. Tonight is the most important night of our lives. And again, we should see it and we should believe that we may never, ever get this opportunity ever again. So let's act that way in a state of absolute servitude and submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let this night 
be that night where we feel the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our heart. Feel the presence of angels around us and truly reach the potential that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the ability to reach. On this night of Laylatul Qadr, please forgive me, pray for me and my family, and I'll do the same for you, inshallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.